thank you for listening to the Zayner Ministries podcast with evangelist Nick Zayner. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or at zaynerministries.com. Now, here's evangelist Nick. Welcome to Zayner Ministries Live. I'm Evangelist Nick Zaner. We are here in the Lehigh Valley, and I'm so excited that you have tuned in tonight. Do me a favor, hit the like button, hit the share button, comment where you're watching from, please, please, please. You listening to me right there in your home and your wherever you're at, even if you got to pull over on the side of the road so you're you can stop driving, comment where you're watching from so I can see it. We've been doing this for a while now, and I'm so happy that you guys have been blessed by this. The podcast has just reached 2,000 listeners, praise God, or plays, or whatever you want to call it, not necessarily listeners at one time, but over the course of the history. So we are reaching people, five different countries, tune in to the podcast, and it's absolutely amazing that we can reach people right here from Pennsylvania. We can reach people everywhere around the world. It's awesome. Amen. We are going after souls this summer like never before. And uh, I'm telling you, I felt an urgency when I was in New York, and I had the high honor of preaching at uh, his tabernacle, the Ithaca campus. And um, man, we went out to the festival, and we were in a uh, very hostile, not in a bad way, they weren't violent, but it was a uh, it was a tough crowd. We were... Uh, in uh, the third largest per square space, I forget how they worded it, but third largest uh, LGBTQ community area. And um, you know what? We went out and we loved on them. And we told them that God loves them. He has a wonderful plan for their life. You know that what's going to change people is the gospel. It's the power of God unto salvation. The gospel is the power of God to transform lives. And uh, we saw 10 people give their life to Christ. Praise God. Um, We had about 50 plus rejections. But you know what? Who cares? The word was sown. Some sow the seed of the word, some water, but God gets the increase. Can you say amen? So I want to give the Lord some praise. 10 salvations. We had 14 in the altar on Sunday morning. So that's 24 people who received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Come on. That put us over 8,750 plus salvations since 2020. Come on. Somebody needs to praise God in the comments. Somebody needs to put the prayer high five emojis in in the comments. Come on, put some fire in there because guess what? That's what this thing is all about. It's all about winning the lost. It's all about reaching more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we don't just post numbers to inflate ourselves and our ministry. No, we're showing that these are people face to face that we've led to, to the Lord. One guy in particular, I'll just share a quick testimony. When we were in New York, we're walking and, you know, obviously seeing all the pride flags and everything. It's kind of intimidating. Like you just, you know, you're going to get rejected a lot and um, you just kind of get timid and you feel like you want to get timid. But there was this guy who was just sitting there. He just had a baby and he was sitting there waiting on his uh, girlfriend or whatever. And I, I, I felt my heart to stop and I kind of wanted to keep going. Um, but you know what? You just got to break the ice by just, just doing it. So I sat down next to him and I said, hey, man, has anyone ever told you God loves you? And he's like, yeah, it's been a long time since I heard that. And then I just began to minister the gospel to him, encourage him through the word, encourage him just through what God put on my spirit about him. Next thing you know, uh, he actually went to one of their other campuses, but he got disconnected. He knew one of the guys. Uh, well, he thought he knew one of the guys who were with us, but 
but they had the same name. And next thing you know, he's like, you know what? I'm going to attend that church that's here now in my city. And uh, I mean, there were so many people that on Sunday morning, I hope he was there, um, but they're going to follow up with him. They're going to, he got, he received Jesus afresh. You know, many people are backslidden. Many people are not serving God. They were at one time. They need to come back. And that's all part of preaching and sharing the gospel. Can you say amen? Man, you guys are great in the comments. I'm seeing the fire get thrown in there. And uh, that's super encouraging. And so that's why we go. That's why we preach. We're not evangelists uh, to, you know, be on TV one day only. You know, I'm, I'm praying one day God put me on TV. And, you know, you might think, well, why? Because I want to reach as many people as possible before it's eternally too late. But that's not why we're here. We're not here to be televangelists only. We're here to reach those lost people when we go into Walmart uh, because we don't shop at Target anymore. We, we're done with Target. Can you say amen? But when you go into Walmart, when you go into the 7-Eleven, when you, when you go to your workplace, Place, your school, um, you you are looking for somebody to share the gospel with. Why? Because Jesus is coming soon and we don't have time to waste. And God wants to use every single person. Yes, even you. You're listening to me right now. You're watching me. God wants to use you. I want you to type in the comments, God wants to use me. God wants to use you. God wants to use me and he wants to use you. He wants to use every single person before it's eternally too late, and he is using you in Jesus' name. That's my prayer. How can I multiply myself through the body of Christ so that more people can be saved? Now, that's the little introduction. I want to get into today's message. I uh, added an extra title to it, Why Most Christians Don't what did I call it? Walk in the power of God? Why most Christians don't have the power of God manifested in their life? You can, call, you can title it many different ways. But why most Christians don't have the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit flowing through their life? And uh, you're not going to be one of those people at the end of this broadcast. Maybe you might start that way, but guess what? I believe that God wants to open the eyes of your understanding so that you can walk in the fullness that he has for you. Why most Christians have no power. That's what I called it. I, it just hit me on my on my prayer time today, and I felt to, to share this with you today, because especially believers who attend church where the power of God is manifested, sometimes they think, well, it's just for the pastor, or it's just for the evangelist, or it's just for... Sunday morning or Thursday night or Wednesday night or whenever your church meets, but no, you can walk in the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and actually Sunday should just be a day to celebrate what God has done Monday through Saturday. And yes, he's going to show up on Sunday because we're all together, but most importantly, he wants you, yes, you, to experience his power on a daily basis. So if you have your Bibles and you want to follow along with me in your homes, I want you to go to Acts chapter 1, verse 8. I'm going to answer the question of why people don't have the power constantly in their life so that you can. The Bible says this, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That's right. Revival is a lifestyle. Revival is every single day. 
And so you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. In other words, for what purpose? To be a witness. To be a witness. I want you to type in the comments, to be a witness. The reason why any of us should desire power from God is not to look cool, though it is awesome and it is cool when God uses us, uh, but it's to be a witness, to reach people around us and to impact the people around us. You know, Jesus said in John 7, he said, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. This he spoke of, of the Holy Spirit, who at that time in John 7 had not come. But here in Acts 1 verse 8, this is Jesus before the day of Pentecost, but we know now, Acts 2, Pentecost came, the Holy Spirit came, and he filled them all, and they were endued with power. But Jesus is saying to be a witness. And so that power of the Holy Spirit flowing out of you like a river is power to impact those around you, to be a witness, to to uh, be an example of, of Jesus. Not just in word only, not just in your conduct, not just in how you live, but with real demonstration. You know, I want you to pause and think about this for a second. When Jesus walked the earth, Jesus didn't just go around and have a lot of great speeches, right? Jesus went about doing good. He was healing the sick, casting out devils, setting people free, right? Jesus demonstrated power everywhere he went. And so he said, it's better off that I go to the Father because then I can send the Holy Spirit so that now he can endue you with power so that you can now walk like I walk. You can now live like me. You can now demonstrate the resurrection power of God. See, you as a believer can demonstrate God's power everywhere you go. You have to get that in your mind. You have to get that in your spirit. God can, God can use me. He can use you at any time, at any place, with anyone, if we're willing. See, think about it for a second. Why do most Christians not operate in power? Well, for example, I talked about this in one of the previous uh, broadcasts, but when the power of God, it's like electricity. Right now, we have some lights on and some off. But the power there to turn the light off or the light on here in the studio is always there. But when the switch is off, the lights are not on. So the power is always available. But you have to turn the switch on for the power to illuminate the light bulb and it for, for it to shine in here. So in other words, the power is always there. The Who's supplying the power? The, the electric company. They're supplying it. I don't supply the power. I just have access to the power. But I'm the one who has control of flipping that power on. The same is true for every believer. You have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead living in you. I want you to type in the comments, the power lives in me. The power of who? The Holy Spirit. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Jesus said the Holy Spirit has been with you. He was talking to his disciples. But the, the day is coming where he won't only be with you, he'll be in you. So the power is in you. The source is God. The source is the Holy Spirit. The source comes from heaven. But you are the conduit. You're the, you're the one that when you have to release the power of God. 
And so most Christians don't walk in power or have no power is because they don't know how to turn the power on. And we want to be those who turn the power on. We want to be those who walk in in power. We want to be those who uh, see things take place. We want to see God demonstrated in our generation. Come on. That's right, Siobhan, Kathy, Marianne. The power lives in you. Tiffany, I see your comments here. Peter, the power lives in you. You have, to, you, say, you have to get minded like this. You know, I had a guy come to me one time when I was just saved, full of the Holy Ghost, learning about all this stuff. I'm talking to you. And I remember him, I used to work out with a guy at the gym, and I remember him, I was waiting on him, and he came to me and he said, man, you look so lonely. And I said, brother, I'm never alone. I'm not lonely at all. I'm at total peace. He's, he looked at me like, what do you mean? I said, Greater is he who lives in me than he who's in the world. The Holy Spirit is always with me at all times. He lives in me. So you have to get you have to get God conscious in your mind that everywhere you go, God is with you. You know, you never need to pray the prayer, God be with me, because he's always with you. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere, number one. But number two, if you're born again, if you're saved, if you're full of the Holy Ghost, if you've been baptized in the Spirit of God, He lives in you. He's upon you. He's with you. You never have to pray, God be with me, because He's always with you. And then from that day forward, you want to turn the power on. Now, the number one reason why most believers do not have power in their life is because they are not a witness. The purpose of the power is to be a witness. Type that, write that in your uh, notes and type it in the comments. The purpose of the power is to be a witness. Period. If you're not going to be a witness for Jesus, there's no reason for the power. Because remember, the power is there to reach people. That's why Jesus went about doing good, healing all. Why? Because he wanted, he, he yielded himself, he humbled himself as a man. He walked as, a, as one of us, as human, operating under the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit to help others, to set others free. And by him focusing on everyone else, the fame of him spread abroad. Notice how he was so others conscious. He was so father's business conscious and knowing who was with him, the Holy Spirit, that it that caused him to, to accelerate in life. You know, if you get your attention off of yourself and onto those around you, then God will just start to promote you in life. Because now you're, you're saying, you know what, I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto me because I am about the Father's business. And I know that if I focus on the Lord, he's going to meet all of my needs according to his riches and glory. So you just get, you get others focused and you get uh, a witness focused. I'm going to witness. I'm going to, I'm going to share my faith. Whether you use the gospel soul winning script or use your own method, regardless, I, you know, just share your faith. Just, just get out there and be a witness. You know, when somebody comes up to you and says, man, I'm just having a rough day today or whatever. Don't take that as an opportunity to say, yeah, I'm sorry about that. It's really not good. Use it as an opportunity to say, hey, 
I know you've had a rough day, but I know who I know someone who can turn this thing around. His name is Jesus. Can I pray for you? And watch as they've had a rough day, as depression is set in their life, and you pray for them, then you become a witness. You turn the power on. The power of the Holy Ghost breaks depression off of people's lives, breaks sickness and disease off of people's lives, breaks oppression, breaks fear, breaks anxiety. And then now you have a purpose for the power to flow through you because you're being a witness. You're doing exactly what the Bible says to do. Can you say amen? And so it's getting, uh, it's transforming the way you think. Now you're others conscious. Now you're looking. You're looking. Okay, who, who, who is going to come up to me today? And, and then now I can turn it on them and say, you know what? You might be having a rough time. And you know what the Bible says? If you refresh others, you yourself will be refreshed. Because I know some of you might be listening and saying, man, I know other people around me are having rough days, but sometimes I'm having a rough day. Well, you know how you break that? You operate in the opposite spirit that you feel. When you feel like uh, everything's coming against you, it's time to share your faith. I'm telling you, there's no quicker way than to get joy to bubble up out of your spirit than, yes, to praise God and lift your hands, but to share Jesus with somebody else. There's a joy that hits your spirit when someone else receives Jesus. It's an eternal thing. You're talking about eternity. You're talking about ripping somebody out of hell and populating heaven. That's supernatural. Just in of itself that someone gets born again, that someone gets saved. But, you know, you can you have to operate in the opposite spirit that you feel. And when you do, when you move in the opposite of how you feel, the power's kicked in and then you're experiencing uh, the, the Holy Ghost anointing flowing through your life. Many people don't experience that because they never position themselves uh, for the power. You have to. So number one. Uh, the purpose of the power is to be a witness. Number two, you have to position yourself for the power to be released. You must position yourself for the power to be released. The Bible says this in 1 Corinthians 4, verse 20, For the kingdom of God is not word only, but in power. The kingdom of God is not word in word, but in power. When the kingdom of God shows up, the power of God shows up. Jesus was anointed with power to preach the gospel to the poor, to set at liberty those who have been captive, to open the eyes of the blind, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He, he had, it wasn't just enough for him to get baptized in the Jordan River and the Holy Spirit to come and him to go and get into the wilderness and him and fast and pray. And then he came back with, with all power. But if he just came back, went home, sat down on the, on the couch, kicked off his Jesus sandals and put his feet up and never did anything, never went anywhere, that power never would have been released. He had to position himself for the power power of God to be released. He had to get up. He had to go to the next town. He had to show up. When he showed up, things took place. When he showed up and he positioned himself in the right place, people were coming to him to get healed. People were, devils were coming out of people. I mean, he just went to church. And as he went to church, all of a sudden the devils start crying out, who are you, Jesus, son of, son, are you son of the most high? Have you come to torment us before our time? I mean, he just positioned himself and then the power of God was released. And then there was a ripple effect that took place uh, in the spirit realm where things were taking place. But guess what? what? He had all power and authority and he could deal with these things. You have all power and authority in your life. So when you position yourself, get ready for things to take place, but get ready uh, for God to use you. 
and for you to see the miraculous. Because once you position yourself, yeah, you might stir up the devil a little bit. Of course, Jesus did. <laughs> Jesus, see, the thing is, is sometimes people think opposition uh, is uh, not God, but sometimes you position yourself and it seems like all hell is broken loose. Why? Because you position yourself and the power of God's released and now the devil's angry. Now the devil's manifesting. They're trying to shut you down. You know, you just got a promotion, you position yourself, and now you got your higher up bosses trying to come against you. You got this happening over here with a coworker and all these things, and it's what you've been praying for, and you're saying, God, I just, I pressed in, I prayed, I gave my, I sowed my seed, and you promoted me, and now all hell's breaking loose. What's going on? It's the power of God being released, and it's rippling through the enemy, and the, and the devil's beginning to manifest, and now that's your place to take authority, and, and to deal with those things in the spirit. Can you say amen? You know, when you're, it doesn't always, opposition is not a bad thing. Sometimes that's a good sign you're in the right place doing the right thing. You position yourself correctly. Now, don't gauge everything off of that. <laughs> don't gauge your whole life on opposition. You know, there's some Christians, they say, you know, the devil's really fighting. The devil's really coming against me. You know, we're going to have the greatest breakthrough revival service we've ever had because the devil's fighting. You know, I understand what they mean, but not always is it the devil fighting. Sometimes it's you forgot to put gas in the car and you didn't run out of gas and it's the devil that stole your gas. It's just you didn't put gas in the car <laughs> soon enough. You, you need to fill the tank. You know, or, you know, you, things happen in life. Not everything is the devil, but you don't gauge your whole life on what the devil is doing. Gauge your life on what God is doing. But don't ever forget, sometimes opposition is because the power is released through your position. Come on, somebody. The power is released through your position. And, but you're in the position of having all authority and all power over the enemy. So when he rises up, what did Jesus do? He just simply said, come out in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. He simply spoke he, with a simple command. He didn't have to holler. He didn't have to scream. You don't have to go to your workplace and scream at the top of your lungs, in Jesus' name, come out. Uh, you know, or I command you to cease and desist, you devil operating through that coworker. You don't have to do that. You simply just have to say a simple command under your breath and watch how God will do it. Uh, and, uh, so when you're at position, in the correct position, the power is released. I want you to under get this in your spirit. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 1 through 5. So you don't have to have everything figured out in your mind. Paul, when he showed up, he, he, gained, he gained a revelation in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 1 through 5. Listen to this. It says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. In other words, when he showed up, he knew nothing besides the cross, besides Jesus and his resurrection, and the power that resonated on the inside of him, period. And as the Bible says, I was with you in weakness and fear and much trembling in my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom. Most of your fights... People try to get into reasoning. People try to understand in their mind and all these different things. But this, he didn't come with human reasoning. He didn't come with philosophy. He didn't come with trying to uh, get people to understand in their heads. He came when, in demonstration, the Bible says, in, of the spirit and of power. In demonstration of the spirit and of power. 
that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Why more than ever should we contend to see the power of God manifested through our life? Paul is telling us here, your faith should not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. When this generation sees the power of God in manifestation, they're going to be drawn to Jesus. They're going to be drawn to Christ because when they see what Jesus can do, it is it is very, very inviting. When you see how Jesus can deliver people from depression, people who have been depressed for 20 years, people who have been suicidal and they wanted to take their life and in, and in one moment Jesus sets them free, that's inviting. When somebody has uh, cancer or somebody gets healed and somebody sees that, they see the power of God demonstrated, it's, it's inviting to see how God wants to set people free in their bodies. When people have mental illnesses and, and things going on and attacks in their minds and they nothing else, they've tried everything and then just one simple uh, call upon the name of the Lord and they're set free, that's inviting. When people see people, you know, for me, for example, when I saw the power of God released uh, and people falling under the power of God, speaking in tongues, uh, getting totally delivered from uh, from de- demons and all this stuff, I mean, I'm like, man, this is a God I want to serve because it was my faith did not rest in human wisdom and, and trying to understand like there's a time and place for theology. There's a time and place for study. There's a time and place to get the exergesis of every single little thing and study the Hebrew and the Latin. I'm not against that. There's a time and place. But what this generation needs is is a demonstration of the power of God in full-blown manifestation so that they would be drawn to it like they, like they were drawn to Jesus. I mean, I'm talking about not just healing. How about multiplication of of loaves of bread and fish and and seeing how God is a provider, seeing how God is a multiplier, seeing how God can take you from something that's so small to something so big. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Do you guys grab a hold of this here today? That when you when you uh, make yourself a sign and a wonder by allowing the power to flow through you, see, you had to position yourself for the power to flow. And we need more men and women, just like you listening to me right now, to position themselves to for this generation to experience the power of God. I mean, some people are so um, afraid to do anything for God or anything in general, but especially for God. You know, they always say, well, what happens if they don't get healed? What happens if they don't get delivered? What happens if I give uh, like they say to give and I don't see a breakthrough? I mean, doubt and unbelief is a spirit and you got to operate against that. Because what happens if you do? What happens if you position yourself for the power to manifest? What happens if you step out and start that business and you see that the Bible says that he'll give you power to create wealth? What happens if you step out and you follow the leading of the Lord to create that uh, invention that God has put on your heart or for you to write that book or for you to sing that song and and put it on a recording so it can be on all the pl- uh, platforms. What happens if you do that? I mean, you got to change the way you think. What happens if there's a breakthrough? You know, I just, uh, my wife just wrote her book and uh, we just had a great testimony today. Someone in Oklahoma bought the book 
And we had no idea they even bought it. And they just, they were so blessed by it. I mean, they were just, the power, the guy said the power of God was just resonating in him. And then he felt to give it to somebody else and it's helping them, setting them free. I mean, testimonies are coming in all over the place. What happens if you write that book and people get delivered from unforgiveness and get delivered from suicide and gets delivered from, I mean, what? that's how you got to think. You got to position yourself for the power to be released. And the problem is, is many people don't want to position themselves for any power to be released in their lives. They want to take no, I mean, when it comes to the word of God, his word is true. He looks over his word to perform it. So there's not really a risk when it comes to trusting God's word within faith, but I can use the word risk. Nobody wants to put themselves in a position for it to be risky because they, they think in the back of their mind, this is how doubt and unbelief works. Well, what happens if this doesn't happen, that he doesn't come through? The devil is a liar. What happens if he does come through? <laughs> what happens if he does come through? I mean, I could have talked myself out of, uh, I could have talked myself out of uh, starting our ministry a hundred different ways in 2020. What happens if I launch this ministry and no doors open? What happens if I launch this ministry in a couple months? I I quit my job. And we go under. I mean, all these thoughts came came around, and I even had good-hearted people come up to me and say, "You know, I'm for you and what you're doing, but you know, you might want to use some wisdom and uh, you know keep a hold of your job just in case." No, what happened? I'm not thinking that way. What happens if we fail? No, what happens when God succeeds? What happened? He's Jehovah Nissi, the Lord, our victory, our banner. What happens it when God breaks through? Because I position myself where God, you either come through or we're finished or your name's on the line and this is, you know, come on. You got to position yourself for God to come through for the power to be released. Why? Because when you get to that place where it's either God comes through or we're done, who's going to get the glory when he comes through? The Lord. God is going to get all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. That's what he wants at the end of the day. We want to be in a, I love being in a place, you know, some people, uh, you know, they'll be like, man, I don't know how you're doing it. How are you making it? How am I making it? The Lord Jesus Christ is making a way where there is no way. It's all him. Do I have a natural under, uh, a natural way to explain it? Sometimes no, because I don't know how I'm making it at the end of the day in the natural, but I know how I'm making it. It's through faith in Jesus. It's through faith in the Lord. The Bible says we don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. You know, sight is, is the enemy to faith. Type that in the com- comments. Sight is the enemy to faith. Sight. Why? Because people want to see it before they see it. People want to understand it in their mind before they step out and do anything for God. And I'm not saying you shouldn't plan. You should plan. You should have a plan for your life. Or not for your life. You can't plan everything out, but you should have a you should have a a plan. But you need to re- leave room for the spirit of God. You need to leave room for the for faith because you might have a plan and you do your best to walk it out. But when God wants to when God wants to bring a surprise in, you got to be ready to just be fluid with God. We got to be flexible with God. When God wants to do something else, we got to move with Him. We can't look at well, you know. Uh, 
but we only planned for this and how you know how is how are we going to be able to do x y and z because we don't have enough in the natural or we don't ha- we don't have this that or whatever no if god is moving in that direction you got to step out by faith and not worry by sight and god will fill in the rest and you'll look back and say thank god we did it and we stepped out because if we didn't we wouldn't have saw the miraculous see that's positioning yourself for the power of god many people want to play it safe we can't play it safe folks we're living in the final moments of time there's no time to play it safe we got to step out we can't hesitate on the call of god any longer i'm looking at many of your names on here i know many of you got a great call of god many of you are starting to step into it like victoria helping out with the kids we don't have time we don't have time to wait Jesus is coming soon, guys. Jesus is coming soon. I mean, we must position ourselves for the power of God. Come on, Mikey. That's just resonating in my spirit. That's for somebody here listening to me tonight. You need to position yourself where the where it's impossible. I'm not saying quit your job and be foolish. Please, I, I got to put that disclaimer out. Sometimes I talk this way and everybody quits their job and then there's doing nothing waiting on God. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, if God was leading you to do something, it's time to get yourself in that position. Because we're in the army of God, and God is the general. And when the general says, go do this, we got to go and do it. It's a yes, sir. Yes, sir, I'm going. And if it doesn't even look like it lines up in the natural, you got to go and do it anyways. When God says, do it, you just do it. And that's the place where his power is released, where the miraculous takes place. It's an uncomfortable position. I'll just tell you that right now. The best place to be is is when you're so uncomfortable. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is the comforter. Never forget that. The Holy Spirit is the comforter. So what what how do you know a lot of times you're in the right position? It's uncomfortable. A lot of times you're in the right position when you say, I'm not ready for this. God, are you sure? Do you really want me to do this? Do you really want me to step out? I don't feel ready. That's really when you're ready. Because now he's like, guess what? Because you don't feel ready, I know you're going to be ready in my strength, in my power, in my anointing, in my grace, because now you know you can't do it without me. That's where God wants you to be. Many times... Prior to in the preparation time, we think, man, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. And when you feel so ready in yourself, that's really not when you're ready because then you can just do it yourself. But when you're at that place where, you know what, God, I died to whatever I thought I wanted to do, and then you give it over to the Lord, and then he says, go do with this, and you step out and do it, and now you're thinking, I'm not ready for this. Yes, you are. You're ready to go. Positioning yourself for the power to be released positioning yourself for the power to be released no more fear no more worry no more is god going to come through he's coming through if you have his word hear me hear me closely if you have the word of god and you have a word from god he's spoken directly to you about his word and you step out and do it you don't need to worry, Is it? am I going to make it? You're going to make it because you're walking on the word of God. We don't walk by sight, we walk by faith. No more worry, no more fear, no more anxiety. You're going to make it in Jesus' name when you have the word of God. When you're positioned in that place of all things are possible, 
you're going to make it. You're going to make it. Shout that in your home. I'm going to make it in Jesus' name. I'm gonna, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. And it's time. Many people, listen to me. You got, you've been hesitating on obeying God. But it's time to step out and obey God. It's time to do what he told you to do. It's time to speak up for yourself. It's time to, to deal with things. No more running from things. Deal with things. Whatever you fail to conquer or whatever you fail to confront, you always fail to conquer. You have to confront things. If there's fears in your life of failure, you need to confront that thing head on. You need to take that giant out. If there's fear of man, you need to run at it. You need to take that fear out. If there's fear of failure, you need to just go throw yourself in it and say, God, I'm coming through no matter what. You need to confront and and run at it. And when you do, the power of God will take care of it. How did David slay Goliath? With the stone, right? With his sling and stone. But really, it was it was released with the power of God behind it because who he said, you're not fighting me, David. You defy uh, the living God himself. Who comes in, Who is this uncircumcised Philistine who comes against the Lord? And who whose hand was behind that rock when that thing struck Goliath? It was the hand of God, and boom, his giant fell. But it took David uh, standing up, confronting the giant, running towards him. The Bible says he ran towards him, not from him. While everyone else was running from the giant, David was running to the giant to take him out. And it's the Lord who will fight your battle for you. You just got to move forward. And a lot of times what seems to trip us off really isn't that big of a deal when we just take it head on, when we just move and we step out, we're like, man, why did I hesitate so long to deal with that? Because the devil always tries to overplay and make everything bigger than what it is. You just begin to move in Jesus' name. Come on, I feel it. How many here are watching? You, this, you're grabbing a hold of this here today. You're going to make it. The power is going to be really released because you're positioning yourself for demonstration of God's power through your life in Jesus' name. I want to pray for you here in a second. But before I do, the Bible says this in Romans 1, verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for for it is, the gospel, the power of God to salvation. The gospel itself is the power of God. The gospel itself, to make this thing full circle. Because anywhere you position yourself, in in the purpose of God, is always going to include reaching the those people around you to bring it full circle because yes it's for you but it's for them and so the gospel itself is the power of god and so the gospel is what brings transformation the gospel is what brings change through the power of the holy spirit see he does a work in you to do it through you and many of you you've been fighting that inner work on the inside of you some of you may be listening either live now or on the podcast later You've been fighting God in the, on the inside, the inner works of God, and you need to allow him to change you from the inside out. The Bible says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You need to allow the Holy Spirit to illuminate the word, to illuminate uh, what he's purpose in your life, to transform your life. You need to allow the power of the gospel to go places 
You don't want anyone to go, but you need to let God go. You need to let him go and heal up that trauma. You need to let him go and change that wrongful thinking. You need to let him go into the deepest parts of your secret life so he can he can deal with that and he can bring it to the light so you can be set free. You need to allow him. You need to allow the power of God to work. And maybe you're watching and you've never given your life to Christ. You need to call upon the name of the Lord right now. It, no one... This everything that I'm talking about today means nothing unless you're born again, unless you're saved, unless you've called upon the name of the Lord. The Bible says uh, that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So right where you're at, I want you just to say this out loud, believe it in your heart. Say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I believe you've risen from the dead and you're coming back for me. I'm saved. Because I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. If you meant that with all of your heart and you believed it, I want to I want to thank you and tell you that you are now part of the kingdom of God. Welcome to the family. And now the power of God resonates on the inside of you. And as you step out and you position yourself, God will move and work in your life too. In Jesus' name. God is working. God is moving. God is transforming lives. God is... Guys, I'm telling you, when you position yourself, that's where God shows up. Always. In every realm. Some people have positioned themselves in their calling. They're right there. They're right uh, doing what they're supposed to do. But you know what? There's more. It doesn't just stop there. It doesn't just stop at that place of... Uh, I, I'm, I've arrived. No one's ever arrived. We can always go further with God. We can always go deeper with God. Amen. And I, yeah, put this link up for them. I want you guys, if you just said that prayer, or maybe you know somebody who needs to get saved, he's going to put this link in the comments. I want you to share this video with people you know. It's This is an explanation of how you can know for sure that you'll go to heaven. Amen. But sometimes people, you know, they position themselves in their calling. But how about now going further with God? How about positioning yourselves to see people get healed? Start laying hands on the sick. Start believing, contending God. How about seeing people get delivered from these things? Position yourselves. How about this? Positioning yourself to see the power of God released in your finances. Where you, where you sow a seed you've never sown before. Where you step out and you say, God, your word says you give me power to create wealth. So I'm going to sow this seed and expect a harvest, but then I'm going to put my hand to the plow. And as I've sown my seed, you're going to bring in the flood of the of uh, the blessing because you bless the work of my hands. And then you allow him to give you a business. You allow him to give you uh, uh, an invention. You allow him to use you to write your book or whatever, whatever it is. And but you you release it, your faith to to see the power of God move. I mean, there's different areas of our lives where we need to allow more and more. We need to yield to God. And how you do that is by operating and believing His word, stepping out and positioning yourself for the power to operate. Can you say Amen? So before I pray, I feel to do this before I pray for everyone because many people need a breakthrough in their finances and there's no greater way to release the power of God than to sow into the gospel. I mean, I just told you up front, we are preaching the gospel Saturday. 
You're sowing right directly into souls. 6 p.m., Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, we're going to be, people are going to be at the altar, lifting their hands, giving their life to Christ. And I know somebody here, you want to be a part of that, but you maybe you can't be a part of it in person. You can be by sowing your finances and watch how you release your finances for souls. God will just start working on your behalf in other areas. Promotions that have been held up, God will give you a promotion. The business that you've been believing God for, all of a sudden the wind of heaven will start blowing on it. As you march forward, you put your hand to it, but you put your finances and you attach your finances to the gospel. So I want you right now to uh, to do something for the Lord. You, we'll put it up here on the screen. Different ways to give. And I know there's people right now, you're listening to me, you can do $100 tonight. To some people, $100 is not a lot. To others, that might be everything you have. To somebody tonight, maybe you can do $500. That's To some people, that's nothing. To others, it's a lot. Whatever the level you're at, where has God blessed you? Maybe you could do $1,000. Maybe you could underwrite this whole uh, outreach with one stroke uh, on your phone, through Cash App, through PayPal, through one of these, get text to give. Just do something, and uh, and watch how how God comes through. And and you're sowing into good soil. We're gonna be winning souls. So you can see the different ways to give. Just text the word give ZMI if you want to give by credit or debit card. Text give ZMI one word to six one zero eight nine zero seven five zero five. You can give by Cash App, PayPal, or Venmo. Are all dollar sign give ZMI. Go to our website if you want to give. By um, credit or debit card as well, zanerministries.com. Or you can write a check, just make it out to Zaner Ministries in P.O. Box 125, Copley, PA 18037. Maybe you're watching and you say, you know what, I'd love to do $1,000, but I can't at one time. I want to encourage you to become a partner. If you partner every single month at $85 a month by the end of the year, after 12 months, you would have given. A thousand dollars. So many people can't do it right now at eighty-five or at a thousand at one time. But you can do it over the course of of twelve months. Do that. Become one of our Z Team partners. A hundred partners. What we're believing God for before the end of this year, and we're already almost halfway there. We have almost fifty partners. We're just a cup like eight under that, like forty-two partners right now. We're believing God for one hundred to stand with us to preach the gospel. And uh, we're going to be going to Oklahoma, Kansas. Um, we just got the Oklahoma booking today. Uh, we're going to be doing a tent revival uh, in Cutstown. So you're sowing into soul. So do that as we begin to get ready to pray. And anybody who gives will give you my wife's book, The Powerful Weapon of Forgiveness. If you give any amount, any amount, we'll give you that book. Just go to Go to our website, zanerministries.com slash offer, so you can uh, give us your address and we can send you that book. Amen. Amen. I want to thank you guys in advance for, for sowing into the gospel. How many here, by a show of hands, you're believing God for a breakthrough? Whether it's financial Maybe it's for your family to be saved, physical, in your body. Any area of your life, you're believing God for a breakthrough. Maybe it's not because you're desperate either. It just be, might mean that you're trying to go to another level. Amen. Hands are going up. We're going to pray. Wow. Two years ago today. That's awesome. That's awesome, Richard. 
I know your story because you told me, but I didn't realize it was two years ago today. Happy birthday. People's hands are going up. Breakthrough. Tonight's your night of breakthrough. I feel it. You're going to position yourself for the power of God to break through. In Jesus' name. I want you to just where you're at, lift your hands in your home. As I feel the anointing of God flowing. Close your eyes if you're able. If you're driving, just pull over. (laughs) Please. Father, I thank you right now. That we don't just have to talk about your power. We can experience your power. And right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak the power of God to flow through this camera lens into their homes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God's filling people right now with peace and joy. Be filled in Jesus' name. I see it right now. Every burden, every worry, every anxiety is falling off in Jesus' name right now. That's the power of God all over you. Don't fight it. Sometimes people fight fight it because the flesh doesn't want it. Just, just receive as you put your hand on your belly because that's where the rivers flow. Out of your belly will flow rivers of living God. There it is. The power of the Holy Ghost. Everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be okay. Everything's all right. It's going to be okay. God's taking care of it. Physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, everything's going up from this night forward. And you're going to remember this, not because of me. It's the word of the Lord. Because you position yourself for God's power to flow through you. And as God flows through you, he always takes you up. He never takes you down. (laughs) If you receive that, type amen in the comments. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I just feel like a peace right now. I could just lay down. (laughs) Not because I'm tired, just because I'm just at total peace. Like, there's just zero. I feel zero worry. I have no fear. Not that I did before, but I have no worry knowing. I just have total peace. People take peace for granted, you know. He's the Prince of Peace. Everything's going to be okay. There's power in peace. (laughs) Hallelujah. People are feeling peace. I see that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. One thing I love about where I came from in Tampa... Is uh, Pastor Rodney was never afraid for it to get quiet. You know, some places you go, you got to be yelling and running around (laughs) and making noise. But I've learned the power in just letting there be a stillness. There's somebody watching right now. You've been crying out to God for wisdom. Like you've been asking God, give me a blueprint for what I'm doing. Because I don't want to do things how everyone else has told me to do it. Not because they're bad people. It's just they. there's no anointing on what they're doing. God's dropping that blueprint on you tonight. You're going to wake up and you're going to know exactly what to do. 
God's going to say, do this, do that, do this, place this person here, get rid of this person. This is how you'll deal with this person. And you, as you just, you start doing it, I'm telling you the power is going to be, it's going to be off the charts. Because when it's God's plan, it's always success. It's always a new level. It's always uh, a breakthrough. Amen. Well, I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you. God bless you. I'm Evangelist Nick Zaner, and I approve this message tonight. We'll see you next Thursday. Thank you for listening to the Zaner Ministries podcast. Please consider becoming a monthly covenant partner with us. We are asking God for 100 people to stand with us financially as we continue to win the lost in America. Go to ZanerMinistries.com and click the Give Now button to become a monthly covenant partner today.